Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 85, episode 4 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially, off the top, fuck Coke Industries oh, and fuck you. Fox News. It's Thursday, June 6, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Hey, potatoes. O'Brien, come to your senses. You've been saying fuck Fox News for so long now. Oh, you're a hard one. Coke brothers just want to love you. You better let them brothers love you so y'all can get paid. Courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi, man, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Daily Zeit and Miles of Gray at dawn come tomorrow and put the next one on Daily Zeit. Salt his hand up for that one with the eagle-eared listener eagle for that eagle-eyed eye cherry, cherry. Yes, a.k.a. Yes. What was the tune of your a.k.a.? The, oh, Desperado. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm a hell of a singer. Uh, well, I don't know that three. song. You oh, don't is know that Desperado? fucking Eagles? Desperado. Is that the Eagles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that was when I was like, I only know two. You're like, what about Desperado? I'm like, mm, no. Mm. Don't know. Don't know. Wow, I thought that was a classic. You don't know that Seinfeld episode where uh, the dude, every time he hears Desperado, closes oh, his eyes, shit. he's like... Okay, you know, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's what it sounds like. See, and uh, now my t-shirt just turned to a Tommy Bahama. Yeah. So if you weren't an Eagles fan before, now you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Lucas Hazlitt. Hello. What's up, man? I'm just sitting here with one of these fidget spinners that I've yeah. never played with before. Now yeah, I'm just, look. I'm hooked. I don't think I can do the show anymore. I know. It's just, <laughs> wow. Just spinning yes. over here. They I'm like, take the whole a lot point, of attention. You're not supposed to track the spin with your eyes. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. Holy shit, man. Wow. Your Whoa. eyes look like that woman on the uh, helicopter. Oh, my God. Lift. I was actually, when I was... Trying to simulate, trying to figure out if the forces, because I'm moving same, my hand yeah. in such a way, and I'm like, yeah, I can see wow. why that. You happened. can feel that gyroscopic I can feel it. It's force. It's like, oh shit, we're spinning. Yeah, I think I we had it. our first physics discussion this morning in the Daily Zeitgeist yeah. offices. We were just trying to figure out how the fuck that happened. Yeah, I don't because um, it started brain started slow and then accelerated. Right, got faster. Phoenix rescue. I think that was in Phoenix, yeah. right, Arizona. Shout out Yo, to them. That was might have been together. the hardest I've laughed this week. <laughs> Uh, a fucking 74-year-old woman perfect, spinning. Perfect physical comedy. Yeah. Uh, it really is, she... yeah. Like, you would see that in a trailer to <laughs> right, some, like, Fairly exactly. Brothers movie. Yeah. Where it's like, we'll nah, save that's you. Too <laughs> ad- that's too advanced for the Fairly Brothers, man. That's, Damn, that was, shots fired. Ooh, that's like Fairly some uh, Lonely Green Island. Book? It's got that Lonely Island oh. sort of slow build thing. Okay. Green Book is hilarious, though. You're right. It is. That, that entire yeah. movie did make me laugh. <laughs> yes. So you're saying that's more of like a MacGruber bit? Yeah, that maybe? feels like a MacGruber yeah. bit. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I like that. I Did they know. do MacGruber? No. Uh, the, Something to do with the it? The director from Lonely Island directed oh, MacGruber. Okay. Yeah. What would have made that MacGruber is if during that whole thing, the helicopter crashed and she was the only one that survived. <laughs> right. yeah. just, or it exploded and yeah. the, the thing just took off. She just, the <laughs> basket, yeah. just with the force just got yeah, lift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Lucas, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about, such as the Uber Eats Cravings Report. We have some interesting insight into the ordering habits of 
Americans in these United States mm-hmm. of America. Uh, we're going to talk about Joe Biden's continuing battle uh, with his inner demons when it comes to being himself. Yeah, plagiarizing the fuck out of everything. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about uh, YouTube, who decided to remove thousands of videos and accounts of white supremacists, but not that one that people were asking them to remove. So it's oh. essentially like a, oh, you think that's bad? Well, look at this shit. We're over 10 window yeah. adjusted. There's a new X-Men movie coming out that is not looking so hot in terms of reviews and how it's going to perform. Uh, and we're going to talk about how that ties into the overall uh, box office landscape and Hollywood studio landscape. We're going to talk about whether it's okay to wear AirPods uh, all the time, just around the clock. Whoa. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, legal weed now uh, being on par with Taco Bell sales mm-hmm. uh, and bigger than Fortnite. And we are going to talk about the brand crossover to end all crossovers. Oh. Uh, but first, Lucas, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? The very last thing I searched as I was looking uh, at my phone on the Uber over here mm-hmm. was, what is Peter Dinklage's net worth? Oh, and I because I am obsessed with how much actors as an actor, you you know, trying yeah, to right. comparative. They tell you not to compare, but, you know, you got to so, compare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just trying to see what his net worth was. And, uh, you know, for a Same relatively small guy, relatively big worth. All right. Yeah. Same as you then. Huh? Yeah, we're we're <laughs> so close. And, and what's his? And what's his? As, according to this, it was 15 million dollars. There you go. Mm. Right. Which is a I nice. I wonder where his assets are, what he's tied up in. Mm. Some properties, you know, some franchises. I would franchises. imagine most of it is honestly just earnings. Yeah, right. It's just he earns enough money just and he doesn't cash. spend it. Just cold hard cash. Did you? Mm-hmm. Is there a reason why you focus on Peter Dinklage? You just thought, hmm, I wonder where. I went down one it? of those rabbit holes where you, everyone's network. I just was rabbit like, holes? who's? Because the big news is everyone was making a big deal about Jay Z being a billionaire. a billionaire, right? And so I was just like, okay, well, let's see, boom, boom, boom. Oh, how I'm close is everybody? Else? How close is everyone yeah. else? Who's on that list? Who's who's chasing? Right. And then you just look up. Game of Thrones, and now all of a sudden you're you're looking at all these people. Wow! You were thinking yeah. Dinklage is the next to be a billionaire. I mean, Dinklage is just <laughs> the last on the list that oh, I looked right. up. Therefore, he was the latest. Yes, Google yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah. Sophie Turner. I was doing Maisie. Well, were you? Yeah. Were you? Who were you surprised by on that list? I was whether so, a lot or too little. I I was actually shocked that they all relatively were the same. Mm, okay, like that makes some sense. of them are just significantly more famous than others. Right, right, right. So I would think that right. they would have a little bit more net worth, but no, they're pretty much everyone's all on that kind ten to yeah, twenty area. Like ten to twenty. Okay, right. that's the area to shoot for. Is that ten to twenty? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, yeah. I feel like you know that's that's enough, and then no one will blame you for being a destroyer of the earth. Yeah. Do they get those six zids? Uh, residuals like does it, how does that work with oh, HBO because you can't like put it into you can't put it into uh, syndication syndication yeah but then it ends up on places like Amazon yeah. Prime and right. other things so there there are many avenues for those shows many to money I'm sure yeah. that they've got an intense contract where it's written yeah. and how that could you imagine if it was just a fucking one and done it's just right like, yeah here it is up front there's your feet like. I mean, no agent would allow that, but it depends on the on how much. Up yeah, front. right. Yeah. They're Get like here's two zids billion off dollars. That syndication, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? So the NBA finals are going on right now, uh-huh. and every, every time the Warriors have been in the in the finals, they always talk about how Steph changed the game, how Steph changed the game with mm-hmm. threes and whatnot. So that got me thinking back to you know I'm from Sacramento, so it got me thinking about 
Sacramento Kings star in the late 90s, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Mm-hmm. I think Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf is the most underrated basketball player in the last 30 years because he was doing three points in the way that Steph Curry is currently doing it back at a time when you could get your ass benched yeah. for coming down and transitioning and shooting a three. Yeah. On top of that, he was also one of the first dudes, like way before Colin Kaepernick Protested. did any kind of protest, yep. he was doing that when you could literally just get lynched on the court. That's true. Like, and he, he was, was like, no, I'm not standing Was that when he was still Chris Jackson? No, this was no, he, this when was he was just oh, once he, when he became yeah. Mahmoud Abdul, that's when yeah. he started. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 With, with the name change comes responsibility. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He was ahead of his time both in playing style and in politics. What was his, wh- when he was protesting, what was his, what, what exactly he was he protesting? He just sat, right? Sat on the um, bench? He, he or was just kind of one of those like sort of like, awake people was like man fuck this country i think it was more that yeah, yeah. and while he was collecting his right, right right you know american standard dollar yeah, right but you know he he was protesting i think more so the content of the song than fuck america at ah interesting he's like oh y'all left that a whole other he, verse that, out. there's a couple verses in there that are a little yeah. explicit in how yeah. the country feels about weirdly he know. just thought it should have been america the beautiful that, mm. that was his protest. that actually might have been it he was like <laughs> yeah. there's a much better song this yeah. is not a good song guys. he's like honestly yeah, this song sucks he was a music major yeah. and was just like look i'm protesting the music <laughs> he's like i don't know i went to berkeley college of music yeah terrible basketball where'd he go to high, where'd he go to college he went to lsu he played he was on shaft team yeah he, uh, what a uh, team. Yeah, I know. Seriously, how Amazing. the fuck did they not win a title with Shaq? How how far Shaq? did they get? Uh, not that far. And, like, and I think the furthest the Shaq ever made it was second round. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. They, their coach was notoriously very not good. Oh, really? Like, but also, what? that's At in the coaching. era of, like, Duke, North Carolina, yeah, who, Kentucky, Kansas were just better. It's like, what, are you going to bang with Christian Leitner? Christian yeah. Lehner was you know a badass, I mean? though. Know, that's no, what I mean. He's so well, good. that Duke, I remember he, off the strength of that Final Four performance, they're like, yeah, you're on the Dream Team. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they were just like, I guess we have to put you on, man. Um, or was that because he, they needed a mix of non-pros back then to they put just, on there? They needed one college player, and they went with Lehner. Of course, go with the Even guy. Even though I don't Mr. think he was Buzzer the number meters. one pick that year. No, God, no. It was Shaq. Oh, was that the same year? I believe Was so. that 92? Oh, wow, yeah. Then... Shit. It was either Shaq or Chris Webber because they went. Shaq came first, Chris Webber came second. So it was yeah, it definitely yeah, was Shaquille O'Neal then. Uh, Webber and Anthony Hardaway. That is correct. Same, were traded for each other, weren't they? Yes, they were. Um, I mean, this my is word. fascinating. Welcome to, all to all the our... new '90s basketball podcast. Y'all remember when Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf was Chris Jackson? Weirdly, we went into the origin story of that song. Uh, recently. Oh, yeah? So, yeah? Yeah, you'll have to listen back, guys. What is something you think is overrated? Overrated. So to go on the exact opposite side of the spectrum of my personality, um, I think it is, I was having a, a, an argument over this with a friend of mine. I think it is completely overrated on RuPaul's Drag Race whenever a queen during the lip sync for your life takes off her wig mm-hmm. and reveals that there's some spectacularness underneath. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, that's not impressive to me. Right. Wow. Because the whole point of what you're doing is you're trying to get as close to simulating a, a woman as possible. Right. That's the last time a woman just ripped her hair off <laughs> and just showed you, hey, look at all this under here. So I was just like, what is that? that's, that's nothing. Is that like a move to like show how just wrought with emotion it, they yeah, are? Or is it like a, a reveal? It's a punctuation. Yeah, yeah. But right. the, the reveal is never anything. So one, one queen a couple years ago won... Um, with rose petals underneath, and it was like that was her big punctuation. I'm like, if you want to reveal some, reveal a whole nother drag queen is right, under there. Right. Or something. Like really, <laughs> like spe- a magic right. trick. spectacle. Yeah, like, yeah. peel your face off. <laughs> I would, if they peeled their face off Mission and there was Impossible a beautiful stuff. woman underneath, I'd be like, now that 
is or how like, you went or just it's the same one, but just you're still one? able to pull a face off. There I mean, is. look, this is why we were consulting with okay. RuPaul's Drag Race for you know, next level. Uh, we're trying to we're trying to up the game. Yeah, we had Shangela on a couple weeks ago, so uh, I'm sure. I wonder how she would feel about that. I think she would probably be more appropriate to deep dive into that topic <laughs> than me. <laughs> then you sort of like huh, just you know, a viewer. overrated when they take their wig off. <laughs> she must be like, "What? No, motherfucker! There is a cultural history of why we do that." And yeah. Like, okay, my bad, but okay. it just seems overrated to me. Um, you just, so you just want a bigger stunt. I think I'm to like, you it sounds like you want a bigger. You want it bigger. So like if you do when they do death drops, when they're doing all kinds of flips, yeah. all that shit that is legitimately like physically challenging to do yeah. in heels, let alone period. That makes me go, God damn! But you took off your wig. Guess who can take off their wig? Everyone with a wig yeah. can take off their not wig. It's drop not impressive without breaking their exactly. back. Exactly. I can I'm, barely pick something up without my knees going click click. I tried as a joke to do a death drop at a club. And I dislocated <laughs> my hip yeah. and my back went out. Ooh. Did you really? Yeah. Because I thought th they make that shit look they easy. Make that shit I'm like, look okay, easy. you just do a little spin and then mm -mm. wow. Uh, <laughs> no. I've never once looked at that and thought it looked easy. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. in my mind, You're I'm ambitious. like, it's a dance move. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of got the way you got to get your arm out and like get your, your quad stretch on. But eh, right. that's, you know, I just typically try to mimic things immediately without thinking about what the. What mm -hmm. it, it actually takes. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. What is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? So this one I was thinking, and then I heard some of the, the topics you're going to be talking about, and so I'm not hoping this doesn't like cannibalize mm -hmm. one of those topics. But one of the biggest myths that I've always kind of like been racking my brain over, and I think it speaks to a bigger problem in, in the American psyche, is this idea that box office performance in the first weekend is any indication of the quality of the movie. Yeah. Because movie studios love per, uh, putting out there that our movie's number one at the box office made all this money. It's like, yeah, but your movie sucked. Mm. All you were capable of doing was getting people to go see your sucky movie. Your marketing right. was Your good. marketing <laughs> was spectacular. Yeah. Right. The marketing in Hollywood is out of this world good, but the movies are, I was just like, you know what? I don't care that Avengers Endgame has now made more money than Avatar. I didn't care for it. Yeah, I, we were actually just talking about that this morning because it slowed down. So it had a huge opening, but it's actually like its first day under a million dollars was earlier than like by a week than uh, Avengers Infinity War. If you so. look at a movie like Titanic, right. Titanic is a perfect example. Not Now, I mean, a lot of people might be like, well, fuck that movie too. But right. I'll say this, great action film. Yeah, I'll say this, the opening weekend was not good. That right. movie made its money because people kept, kept going, going yeah, right. to the movie. And yeah. so at least there you go, well, that indicates people actually loved the movie. Or Avatar they, too. Right. Well, you know. well, not that it was good, but there were people who were like, I want to live on what was yeah. Pandora. Pandora. Yeah, Pandora. There were like, I remember on the internet, there were like on Reddit and like different yeah. fan message boards are like, is anyone else getting depressed that like they can't yeah. live in Pandora? They're like, I've been going two, two times a day. Two really? signs yeah. um, of a, a movie is worth seeing in theaters. One, it actually g goes up like weekend over weekend. Mm -hmm. And two, there is a mental illness caused by people having to leave the movie, <laughs> right. uh, which is what Avatar Was that caused. the exorcist effect? Actually? Yeah, the exorcist also mm -hmm. did that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think also, too, that whole emphasis on box office things is because the priorities of the film industry. I mean, it's always been about profit. Sure. But like, it's now just down to like mathematically. It's like we'll greenlight things we know are profitable. It's not about yeah. the art anymore because a lot of the marketing people started filling the development positions like in the eighties, nineties. Mm -hmm. right. And the emphasis changed from like, 
what are good stories to like how we can make this fucking money every time. And every I, I just want to go on the record. I'm a hundred percent okay with that. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, not yeah. think that's a sure. problem. I think where the problem kicks in is when the the narrative in the news reporting of movies right, is that, that's is the that measure this is what quality. good is. And it's like, no, no, this is what marketable is. People definitely want to go yeah. see superheroes doing insanely illogical time travel related bullshit. I hated that movie. Wow. <laughs> I did I not like seen that it, movie. So, oh, know. shit. Well, there you go. I spoiled the shit out of that. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't seen really it. any of the adventures. Yeah, it's a, it, it, they're fun. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, I they get are. It. It's the same thing as going on a roller coaster, but you don't go to that roller coaster and go, "Wow, that is on par with the great architectural wonders of the world." It's like, no, that was designed to give you a thrill, and then you move on. Yeah, right, right. right. You yeah, went upside yeah. down a couple times. Went upside down. You yeah. looped. You used a little bit of physical knowledge. G force. G force. There we go. We're talking centrifugal. Yeah. 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 And we more covered <laughs> box it. office and the movie industry from the perspective, like. We, we'll talk about whether a movie's good or not, but we also, like, I think it's important because movies are so, like, they feed what people's images are of the world around them. Like, exactly. people, when people picture v- the Vietnam War, they're not picturing footage from the news, they're picturing Vietnam War movies. So, or aliens. Right, yeah. or aliens, yeah. mm-hmm. right, yeah. whereas the real aliens are flying around in Tic Tacs. Uh, let's talk about Uber Eats Cravings Report. Yeah. Um. Let's. Let's. I mean, you know, all these apps, they centralize all this information because we're making thousands and thousands of requests through these things. They have a lot of info. Yeah. And the most important thing is that they make it into a fun infographic, even though they're stealing all of this data about us and know exact, they know our minds better than we know our minds. As long as they make it into a fun infographic, we're cool with it. Yeah, exactly. And then we're like, huh, information, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they basically released like a, a bunch of interesting stuff about, you know, what their most popular delivery requests are in the United States, like just frequency of requests. Just to go through a few things. The most popular request, delivery request for Uber Eats in the United States is no onions. Mm. Oh. Which is to me odd. Yeah. Because I'm I like Onions, I feel they fucking make most things instantly better. This a lot of this made me realize that there is more of the population that has the taste buds and the taste in food of like a seven year old than I would have expected. Because well, you like, know, not you all know of how us. children hate onions. Like, or at least I did when I was a kid. A lot of kids hate onions. Yeah, I hate onions. I hate onions. Wow. Yeah. I'm one of those people contributing. Why do you hate this. onions? Unless they're chopped finely and are like Really cut like down, a huge ring of onions a ring in a of, burger. I, I feel like that's what most people are saying when they're saying no onions, please. Is they're like, why are you yeah. drenching my burger or my my whatever my pork chop in fully cooked onions? Yeah. Versus like chop them fine, put a little bit of oil so that just the spritz of the flavor becomes part of what I'm eating. Yeah, because it's just like you chew on an onion, you're just like, no, the texture and the taste is too much. Yeah, I don't know why I'm looking down on people who don't like onions. That's that's not looking I'm down. I'm just like. What the fuck? Bro? He, he onions likes onions. Tight. That's cool. I love right. onions. Um, no sour cream is another one that's on there too. Come Wait, on. Wait, dressing the on the side is on here. I, I would imagine that would be far and away the. No, no onions most, is by no far the most popular is one. The, is the most popular one, huh? Extra cheese, good. I like that. that. Makes yes. sense. No cheese, come on. Get out of no here. No cheese. Extra ranch, I I agree. Depends on what you're eating. Right. 
Right. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so now they also put like very weird delivery requests. People put like one any these, notes for the delivery person. One of these okay. is next level. First one, just someone literally put, can you play Africa by Toto when you deliver the donuts? Okay. Those words do not make sense yeah. in that order. <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know why. That is amazing. I mean, fine. Uh, I, I mean, feel like I that's some Van Halen shit. They're just like trying to put some weird shit in there to make sure that... <laughs> That their Uber Eats delivery person yeah. is paying attention to detail. Uh-huh. One person put, uh, close both eyes with each bite and daydream about beach parties in Goa. Uh-huh. That's just, someone was on mushrooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, ain't yeah. fucking, that's not real. This other one, though, this is, is great. I'm please, stealing this. Please send all sandwich parts separately. I will put together myself. Mm. Yes. Think about that. Do you have a sound effect for mind being blown? Yeah. Um, well, there is. Oh. Wow! Holy Bomb X file. That is an that's, amazing request. That's a great idea. What? Bomb X file? No. Oh. The the sandwich <laughs> parts being being separate. The only way I can oh, see yeah. that fucking up is if it's like a cheeseburger and they put the cheese separate. But otherwise, just put the cheese on the patty. Sandwich part. Then, I I love it. I love because, it. Because you know why? There's certain places out here all about the bread on Melrose. I'm mm. talking to you directly in your Get eye. Em. Their shit gets so soggy if you don't eat yes. it on the spot. Right. Like, yeah, like, I guess it's some, I guess it's if you overdress it. Sometimes I have a sandwich that travels and it's fine. Right. Other times it's the ends of the heels, like, especially if it's like a, a hero or, you know, like a sub or whatever, the ends get all fucking soft and shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So the thing I was referring to as being children's taste in food is uh, the most popular food and request combo is steak and ketchup. That seems no, no, come on, don't Trumpian. Do that. Don't disrespect the steak. I don't understand. Like yeah. eggs and spicy makes sense to me. Eggs and sense. spicy. Yeah. Oh shit! People like to kick up their eggs a little bit. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Fries and extra sauce. Obviously, like, those are all good. But turkey steak wrap, and ketchup no being number one. Ugh. Well, Damn. people just like their, you know, ketchup. Mm. Ketchup is a you know put sugar on your meat. Right, I guess is what people yeah. want. Yeah. yeah, gyro with no tomatoes. I see that one. I do that. Sometimes. That makes total sense. Cheeseburger, yep. no mayo. I get people don't Yo, like mayo on the burger, but mayonnaise. Yeah. That is to me. Oh, you might as you're well. having a visceral I, reaction right now. I am. You might as well jizz on my food. Wow, right. that would taste better to me than mayonnaise. Okay, I do not care for heard. The product. Order herd. I don't like it. Unless and that's you because put, like a little you... bit of garlic and make it into an aioli. Oh, oh okay. then I'm like, Ooh, oh, fancy. see, right. You like the <laughs> French cousin yeah, of mayonnaise. Exactly. I like Not that cousin French Frank. Cousin. Yeah. cousin Frank. The only reason I'd be making this request is because I have my own mayo chup at home. Oh, oh yeah. look at you. I always carry my own mayo chup in my purse, like Beyonce. Uh, that's hot sauce in your bag, swag. Yeah. Uh, and then un- most unexpected food request combos, shake plus side of ranch. Yeah, no, fuck y'all. That's got to be fucking weird. The t- weirdest one, pizza plus nuts. Yeah. Now pizza plus ranch, you got me. right. But shake plus nuts, I yeah. get that. If Peanut butter like, shake. I'm gonna. Uh, what kind of nuts you put on your pizza? I don't know. I don't. Ew, I don't put no nuts on my pizza. Well, you're the one saying you would eat a nutted hamburger over mayonnaise. So maybe. different. <laughs> I don't have an allergy to those kind of. Oh, nuts. okay. Yes, mm-hmm. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms and ketchup. Mm. Okay. Tilapia plus cheese. Are we assuming that these are going together, or these are just requests? That- these are requests. Like it would be. On the order of tilapia, someone puts, please add cheese. Oh, okay. That's disgusting. 
You know what though? Unless it's in like one of those tacos. This might just be like shake, and then you always order fries with a shake, and so you get a side of ranch with the fries. I don't think anybody's eating a shake with a ranch. That that yeah, I don't think so. Although who knows? Because this is like unexpected. This isn't like the this section isn't about like what's frequent. It's just like weird shit that caught their eye. They're like, wait, ranch with your shake? It's interesting because you can kind of track people's frame of mind by delivery requests mm-hmm. by day, most popular delivery requests by day. So Friday, extra cheese. Saturday, extra spicy. Ooh. Sunday, dressing on the side. Interesting. Just ashamed. Yeah, Ashamed exactly. of what you've done to yourself. Has anyone gone down the bigger hole of like, okay, knowing this data about what you're ordering food-wise, do they team up with the people who do the, the Pornhub tracking? And figure right. out what oh, people's right. porn look, and then okay, what movies on Netflix are you watching? So we get a full picture of who, what are you Holy eating, shit. what are you watching, right. and what are you jerking oh, off yeah. to? That's, no, that shit happens. Like that, that yeah. I'm sure it does. But yeah, who, yeah. but who, who is undertaking this massive, massive feat of information? Corporate Some, America. But somebody, but you know, everyone's so private with their information. They're like, oh, it's proprietary information. We can't give it to but you. Like, you think Pornhub is linking up with Uber and no, fucking Pornhub Netflix? is selling that shit. Mm-hmm. So can we? Bu- so look, Pornhub and Netflix, Uber. Can we buy all this data? Because I would love to look at. W- you can. I'm pretty sure I know who bought it. It's expensive as Cambridge well. Analytica. Probably. Okay. <laughs> and then doesn't Facebook kind of own them, or don't they like? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they. they I mean, cahoots? well, they have all the massive. Uh, file from Facebook. But oh, I yeah. see. Facebook gave them the files and they did the crunching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, got, yeah, it, yeah, got, yeah. It, got it, got it, got mm. it. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And, uh, uh Joe. Ah, Joe, the fucking turd. The human Werther's original, Joe Biden, uh, has been caught plagiarizing his homework once again. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren is basically nerd of the year with all her policy papers. Oh, right. Okay. And so Joe Biden is like, oh, shit, we're going to fucking policy paper out there. Let's do one on climate because people think old people don't care about it. And on paper, pretty good idea. Good plan. Seemed uh, like he's taking the threat of climate change seriously. But- my man had to basically steal some parts from other articles, uh, research, and things like that from Vox, from like Credo, like just a few other organizations. He was just full stop taking just chunks of paragraphs out, putting it into his climate plan. Hmm. Uh, and a lot of people called him out, and they're like, "Oh, I guess we didn't properly cite that." But he's not writing these even. Well, at yeah, this he's point. not. It's so some like fucking staffers. F- Yo, how does he? Well, this is a pattern with him. Right. Because in 88, when he was running for president, his whole shit fell apart because he he first was like, oh, I, I may have embellished a bit about my academic record. Right. Also was caught stealing parts of his speech from a UK Labor Party MP. Um, and also another thing, there was like another thing, an, an unearthed New York Times article uh, talking about how he said he like marched during the civil rights protests. Like, and he did not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Joe... Come on now. This is the age of where we can check things. You can't just fucking shoot off at the mouth and be like, yeah, I graduated. Maximum cum loud. And, uh, <laughs> maximum cum loud. Maximum cum yeah. loud. And I fuck with uh, MLK because you didn't. Um, and, and then the other thing is recently he was asked by 
uh, like an activist, it's like, are you going to, will you help repeal the Hyde Amendment, which is this dumb fucking restriction that keeps, uh, bans federal insurance from covering abortions except in cases of incest or rape and disproportionately hurts like uh, women who like are poor or women of color or if you live on a reservation. It's just like a fucked up rule and no no candidate, if you're trying to be taken seriously in this 2020 primary, that should be like you're the first thing you should be like, oh, the Hyde Amendment. Yeah, fuck that. We're getting rid of it. But yeah. he then so to this activist when asked, he was like, oh, yeah, we're getting rid of it. Then his staffers were like, uh, he does still support the Hyde Amendment. Really? Yeah. So yeah. wait, his staffers sold him out like that? Well, I think they were just like, it's on his website. I don't know. I think they just knew that that he didn't believe that. I think maybe he just, you know, he's old. Maybe he's just mm. he's so good at just telling people what they want to hear without actually doing it that they're like he, he he's just in sure. it. Whatever whatever room he's in. Well, here's he's my just thing there. real quick. There's a there's a huge difference between lying. Mm-hmm. And legit being like, yo, I marched with MLK. And it's like, no, you didn't. Right, right. That's a lie. And then, okay, he, he why, if, if you're the president of the United States, you don't come up with policy. You choose policy. Right. So he, if he's plagiarizing other people's ideas for how to make the country work, he would be doing that as president anyway. He would be, he would be sitting in the Oval Office and being like, what are all the great policy ideas? And Elizabeth Warren puts her packet down and says, here's my policy idea. He goes, I love it. And yeah, he takes yeah. credit for it. That's what every president does. Well, I think in, in terms of like when you're rolling out a campaign, though, and you're saying, this is my idea that I have, and not even citing other shit, that's True. different. It's, I don't think it's really True. about the fact that he lifted it from other things. It's the idea of like not even citing. If you're taking word for word chunks of that, you should just leave a citation. You literally that's should. Just but why, and now I agree with that. That needs to just be the thing that people do. Of like, I agree with Elizabeth Warren's plan. And yeah, if well, I, and if you elect me, I'll I'll also do what she right. does. And then people go like, Well, then what's your idea? It's My like, idea I don't know is that to do I, her idea. I, you know, to be honest, that idea <laughs> is a actually, good idea. That's actually the best idea. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> <laughs> but then people are like, Well, then why don't we vote for her? <laughs> oh, well, remember Obama? Right. And like, first that's of all, the thing that has everyone like, yeah, I do. Why don't you? Now you told me earlier you work in pol- you used to work in politics. Yeah. You just gave joe biden the white house with that slogan remember obama that's well that's what he's writing on should literally just say that that is the sentiment though that is keeping him so high up because people then ignore things like he like his terrible record in the past like we didn't care during obama yeah well this is different i think now when we're comparing them now and we have actual candidates because joe biden is not progressing the party forward by any means so that's why no he's not now when we have candidates who are like uh, we actually are trying to move forward. We're sure. actually this is this is something we're trying to do different than the previous Democratic administration. What can we do differently? That's when he's like, uh, "Look, my idea is remember Obama." Sure, yeah. I'm not trying to like throw my hat in the ring for Joe Biden, I'll, uh, but I will say this: the number one priority for the Democratic Party should be to get Donald Trump out of the White House. Oh yeah, House I'm not here by to, any means I'm necessary. Not, look, if if the country makes a terrible decision and he's not, he ends up being the nominee. Trust me, I'm going to vote for whoever the fuck it is. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But on the way there, I'm going to try and make sure at the very least. Hold his feet you know, to the fire. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. what you don't want is then just sort of more of the same when we're like at a very critical point in this country where like we actually need to begin taking steps forward because we took fucking 900 steps backwards in the last two and a half years. So, you know, we'll see. It's also just weird that like – 
plagiarism bothers me less than, you know, if he's claiming I took, like, I, I wrote this entire book and it's actually stolen from somebody else or he's a writer and that's the main way he makes his living, uh, that's one thing. But like you said, if, if he's just bo- like borrowing ideas from different sources, that, that doesn't bother me and a politician as much. It's also just, I find it hard to believe that this isn't, somehow related to the amount of scrutiny he's getting as somebody who was caught for plagiarizing before because right. like <laughs> they're like hey be careful you know how jealous right. to get down <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so like i think people are scanning every single thing he puts out for plagiarism uh because it's just it just doesn't make sense that his because like i said he's not writing any of this it's just different campaign staffers so his campaign staffers in 88 and now again are more likely to plagiarize than everybody else's campaign staff. I mean, but the the one thing I would say is it shows a lack of attention to detail, which you need as a president. Yeah, that's why, like, to me, it's sure, just cite it. No, right. there's no, you don't get points off because you're like, this is other information that's out there. Right. But when you're like rushing together and like, yeah, this is the plan. You gotta, you gotta just be a little more thorough. It also just shows you how we are playing two different games here. Why is plagiar? If plagiarizing a speech is the biggest controversial thing of the day about a Democratic candidate, I would take that over every day Donald Trump doing something that is cr- not only criminal but it's unconstitutional. Right. I would. I wish the the story of the day was Donald Trump plagiarized the speech. <laughs> right. I'd be Mel- like, great, he's human. Melania and he's Trump. Not- plagiarized the last first lady speech like the last one that was given during the rnc uh just talking about uh, the remember obama strategy um there there is this isn't going to be as surprising to probably our listeners but there is an idea on the right uh that you know trump was an indictment of the obama administration and uh there's also you'll hear this idea that there's been this giant rightward shift in global politics, essentially. But Nate Silver uh, was pointing out the other day that voters on the 2016 exit poll approved of Obama by an eight-point margin, which is larger than his margin of victory in 2008. So he had a higher approval rating going out than he did coming in, mm-hmm. which is just not really the the version of things that you that you hear generally at least in the mainstream he's uh, the titanic of presidents right the movie not the actual ship itself oh, right okay. uh just want to clarify <laughs> i've got people that will kill me for <laughs> uh let's talk about youtube uh briefly we talked yesterday uh about some of their Bizarre practices or some of, some of the weird... The fucking algorithm is wacky and it's mm. serving up child content that yes. is not intended Two to pedophiles. be served up. So there was also a controversy where a right-wing, air quotes, comedian was basically bullying a Vox commentator about his sexuality and race. And YouTube came out and officially said that that did not violate their rules uh, but now they're getting headlines because they have decided to remove thousands of videos and channels that do violate their rules. Um, so, oh wait, so they didn't take down the Steven Crowder shit, no. which is the most like egregious in your face. He's like, and he's a gay Mexican, yeah, and saying stuff like really fucking. Mm. I think their defense was something like, oh, it's a debate, video. right? 
And yes. it's like, uh, and this looks like a one-sided homophobic attack. Is he on is he in the video? Is he talking to the actual guy, or is he like talking direct to camera in one of those? He's kind referencing of He's him. Referencing He's referencing him, him and yeah. making fun of him. It's like, uh, I don't. How, who's he debating? Yeah, right. But, his homophobia. So I mean, as of this recording, his videos have not been removed. Mm. But I mean, they specifically said they were not going to remove them, and then said that they were going to remove these other videos that do. So. I, I don't know. The the headlines make it seem like it's a progressive move, uh, and it appears to be more of a, oh, you think he's bad? Well, look at this shit that we're going to have to remove uh, type thing. So what did get removed? Uh, they haven't said specific channels. I think it's just uh, they, they've said that it's going to be like white supremacists and things uh, promoting... Uh, saying that Murder. events that happened didn't happen. So like you Sandy Hook the Holocaust. conspiracy. Uh, oh yeah, Holocaust in our yeah. videos. Uh, what else? Sandy Hook conspiracy. Oh, and who knows? Inevitably, they'll be like, and we also take down some Black Lives Matter activist videos right. because they were like truth talking, but it makes people at this company uncomfortable. So we had to take that down. Mm. Right. So because we don't want people on the right to think we're just focusing on them because they're on the bad side. Let's keep an eye on YouTube uh, not quite give them the benefit of the doubt just yet. No, what is the official no. policy, though, of like that they say this triggers this policy? Like, What is their actual policy? Like why, why is if someone wants to do it as awful as this is, if someone wants to do a video where they're like, I think the Sandy Hook shooting didn't happen and it was all crisis actors, what about that triggers the policy in a way that what this guy – was saying about gay Mexicans isn't triggering. I right. have no idea. It seems like That's a very un- inconsistent application of their Absolutely. guidelines. Yeah. Because I think also all you know, we see constantly on these social media platforms or any platform, the second you're like, yeah, right, objectively a lot of this right-wing content is just fucking hateful bullshit that absolutely serves no purpose in our discourse as human beings. When you take that down, people are like, it's fucking, you're suppressing our fucking voice. And they get scared and like, okay. Right. Well, so then let's just, okay, well, no, like, no, do, no doing Heil Hitler stuff on camera. Right, right. If you do that, then that'll get taken off. If you dog whistle this shit all the time, then you give us a little more room to fucking act like we don't know what the fuck is going on. Rather than just being a little more objective about it and be like, no, this is this is not. This Personally, is not. I would rather they take down the dog whistle videos rather than the one where it's up front and you go, oh, this is easily uh, rejectable by the, the body of people going on YouTube. We can literally click away from this because this is awful. Right. But the dog whistle gets dogs barking. That's what you don't want. You don't want a bunch of people going, you know, there's some truth to this whole blobby boop about the Holocaust right, being right, not right. real. It's like you got to get rid of those videos because those actually turn people it's into subtle. crazy Yeah, people. right. Because it's subtle enough to be like, nah, I think it's about this other thing. And you're like, oh, no. Now I've yeah. fully gone into the dark web. Um, there was – so Carlos Mazza, who's the the uh, contributor of Vox, he was tweeting at YouTube and was just saying – so, you know, asking YouTube, like, what the fuck is going on? Their team YouTube Twitter account said, thanks again for taking the time to share all of this information with us. We take allegations of harassment very seriously. <laughs> we know this is important and impacts a lot of people. Our team spent the last few days conducting an in-depth review of the videos flagged to us. And while we found language that was clearly hurtful, the videos as posted don't violate our policies. We've included more info below to explain this de- decision. If you're so it says don't post content on YouTube if it fits any of the descriptions below. 
And right. it says content so, that makes hurt. That's wait, it's so like, that, oh, right, right, right. The first so, one. <laughs> the yeah. So that's what they wrote to him. We found language that was clearly hurtful, but the videos didn't violate our policies. But then when you go onto their harassment and cyberbullying policy, it specifically says if you're posting content, uh, don't post content on YouTube if it fits any of the descriptions noted below. Content that makes hurtful and negative personal comments, videos about another person. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Huh. So, uh, I guess also by that token, like a lot of Jesus and token. Videos, what you mean by token? <laughs> like a lot of Jesus and Meryl videos would take it down too. When oh, they shit, come yeah. at come at DJ Envy and shit. Right. I'm sure DJ Envy would be like, "Hey, take them shits off." <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, but DJ Envy is not a persecuted minority in the country that needs to like actually. Yeah, no, I'm facing <laughs> bullying for sure. No, but a lot of people think he is. Yeah, a I, lot know, of, I know. There are yeah. a lot of DJ Envy activists. Yes, out yes, there yes, yes. Who want us to believe? But yeah, th- again, it's there's no consistency to how this is used because again, they. I'm sure all this right wing content is another revenue stream for them that they're very aware of and they have to do the math on what that means to their bottom line and they're like well what are they going to do start using vimeo right i just wish people would be honest and just say any content that negatively affects our revenue stream is going to be taken down right any content that promotes revenue stream no matter how vile or disgusting it is we're going to keep it up as long as it makes us money just tell me that and then I can go, okay, I can live with the consequences of using YouTube knowing that YouTube is evil. Yeah, right, right, right. I, do it with, I do it with they're Nike. they by Google, yeah. and Google's policies don't be It's evil, been a so. long time yeah, since yeah. they've been adhering to that policy, <laughs> right? Um, guys, let's talk about AirPods. Uh, do you guys have AirPods? No. No, I don't have no AirPods. I'm uh, not doing that well. What are your thoughts on you? people who, I, I do have AirPods. <sighs> That's a flex. Uh-huh. Do they fall out a lot? That's all. I just wanted to tell you guys. <laughs> That's it. You just did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, y'all don't got uh, huh. That's cool. Huh. Oh, y'all still yeah, yeah. using no, them wires? Them Miles still pushing that Mazda phones. 3? Mm. Uh. <laughs> oh, that XM Radio six-month uh, preview ran out? Oh, Ooh. so it just plays that one preview channel? Huh. Okay, got it. You don't got it like uh, that, huh? They don't fall out, actually. I, oh, okay. I, I've said I think the AirPod is the best product Apple's made since the iPhone. Uh, it's it's pretty yeah it's just good it's good and I find myself leaving them in out of laziness and just because I like after I get off a call or when I stop a podcast or something I just forget to take them out and I always feel lame for doing that but there's a new article in the Atlantic that says that they can actually be a good thing uh, not just for like you know ignoring people who are trying to get you to buy something or sign something or uh, little people being all, Daddy, play with me, I'm hungry. Um, but oh also for women, it's actually an effective way, uh, this one was pointing out, to like ignore street harassers, and like people will be less likely to catcall you, and when they do catcall you, if they see that you're uh, wearing AirPods, they'll be less likely, they, they won't get their feelings hurt, basically, oh, uh, if you don't respond to them. Like, what's up, girl-looking dummy thick? <laughs> Come on! Oh, right. you listen. Oh, my. What are you listening to? Oh, forget it. Okay, right. never, go, go. Sorry. Because <laughs> like that's how the, the cat caller would sort of go right. through that. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> yeah, so basically, they're right. Feeling at ease in a public space, especially for those who identify as women, can be an impossible balancing act. Uh, that's from a so- sociology professor at Hastings College. 
wearing headphones is just one of the many tactics available to a woman in America going about her life while trying and at times failing not to be assaulted. What a sad resignation of how shitty men are that you're like, yeah. you know what? One of the best things about AirPods is it makes the uh, the uh, accoster feel okay with their accosting. Right. That they won't have their feelings hurt and continue to. It's like, no. Yeah. Take If some dude yeah. is accosting you, take those AirPods off and embarrass his ass and make him look stupid in front of everybody. Right. Yeah, but the sad thing is we have people in this in this world who, if that did happen, they might have fucking violently attack you. Right. You know what this I mean? This is also very that's, true. That's why it's right. such a double-edged sword. And I think, I mean, yeah, like this is more of an indictment on... Man, men, kind. please Mankind. stop harassing women. Yeah. The end. All yeah. right, we've solved it. Done. I'm, I'm a cheese. <laughs> King of the world. Right. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it is. It is sort of. In on one hand, you're like, oh, that is interesting. But it's right. like this is another strategy that that women. This is what you're left with, or like this is. Yeah, this no, is the it's only thing. Terrible. It's like, yeah. Put this thing in your ear. Why is it that the AirPod though is more effective than the regular headphones at that? Or or beats. Why is Beats by Dre don't do the same thing? <laughs> Could you imagine? They're like, I know you hear me because you got beats on. <laughs> yeah. I won't be fooled by your tactic. I read the Atlantic article and it was only AirPods. The Atlantic article said that. Uh, I love, wait, I love people that. In, wait, more, hold on. I love that in this, this scenario. Guy reads the Atlantic. He's a culture yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just some regular cat caller. <laughs> <laughs> they they specifically bring up like more uh, cumbersome headphones and say that those have been uh, seen as a targeting thing like because it it's harder to i guess even if you have the no music on or whatever it's i think people assume that you can't hear them and also you are less likely like you can't hear as well Hmm. um well yeah either way i mean i think it's also on men to fucking you hear that shit you tell another man shut the fuck up my man yes how about that Yes. That's but what if that really dude's wearing AirPods? And then I'll be and like, then they ah. go, oh, my bad. I didn't know you was wearing AirPods. Keep catcalling, my cat brother. Calling. Keep Sorry, doing what man. You're doing. Can't hear you. Can't man. Hear you. It's cat also calling. a great way to hear people say some wild shit when you're like right next to them because they think true. you can't hear them. What do you so, mean? You like just, just hear, sidle up to people's some, conversations? Yeah. This guy's yeah. wearing AirPods. <laughs> I don't think the Holocaust happened. <laughs> That's right. that? Exactly. The things people say when I have these AirPods in. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, during the break, super producer Anna Hosnier pointed out that she actually has some experience with wearing AirPods, specifically in New York City. Uh, well, I mean, for as long as I can remember, even before AirPods, I was always just putting headphones on so no one would speak to me when I was outside. Right. And it's something, you know, you especially do in New York City because the catcalling is rampant. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but sometimes I'll put it on. I won't even make the effort to put anything on because I'm like, I'm just like walking down the street, but I don't right. want to be spoken to and I don't want anyone to try and interact with me. Um, but at times that doesn't really stop them. They will still yell things. Like one time a guy drove by when I was in Brooklyn specifically standing outside my friend's apartment and I had the headphones in and he still said, I'd bite that ass. I'd bite that ass. I'd bite that ass, which huh. is kind of a funny thing. It's almost like, if you would let me, I would bite that ass. See, right. there's still like a question of consent <laughs> and buried in. These are Rather very than, cultured people. I'm going to bite that yeah. ass. Right. right. I'd bite that ass if, you know. But I mean, there's like a funny thing to kind of hearing yeah. those things. Right. <laughs> he might have. <laughs> I would. It's a think piece, basically. Yeah. yeah. He might have thought you couldn't hear him and was just commenting to people around him. Oh, uh, I'd bite that ass, that guys. Would. Just FYI. 
Um, I do but, all of yeah. my um, my cat calling in the subjunctive mood. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? Is it just that everybody is so close in New York that makes New York just so? I think yeah. There's just like a lot of people, and you know, just in certain cultures, cat calling isn't necessarily considered, you know, like a bad thing. Right. Like some, you know, it just depends. Like context is, you know, very important because in some communities like you can cat call and the woman would be like oh my god well right. well, well well he's interested <laughs> like, but oh, like macho culture has completely taken over yeah but you know that's you know that's how it goes like yeah. and, you know i feel like as an american woman born and raised in america i especially today like you know i'm not always bothered by cat calling because it's so at times, I'm just, it, it's not re- like I don't in any way take it seriously. I'm just like, OK, like when I was walking the dog the other day, some guy said he walked by me smoking a huge like uh, blunt on the street, blew the smoke out in my face. So I was like, what the fuck? Uh. And then he was like, you are beautiful. Really? And I was like, this is like what? <laughs> like You thought I was going to be like, oh, my, oh, my God. <laughs> that is so yeah. you have. Just brought me to my knees, like I cannot. I'm what? Ah! Like, <laughs> but it's like wow. you just blew smoke in my face and then told yeah. me I was beautiful. So there's just an, a level of, of absurdity to it that you're like, okay. Well, there's <laughs> like, shit like that, which I feel like you know that's just an unnecessary compliment from yeah. a stranger, and yeah. then people being like, I would assault you in this manner, yeah. right? Like, kind of cackling, like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's, I mean, it's not necessary, but I, I do think, you know, it depends on the person. Like, if that's your thing and you want to be catcalled at, you shouldn't feel any sort of shame about it. But also at the same time, you don't need to be catcalling every woman on the street. Like, it's just not going to work. It's not going to be like, oh, well, that one didn't work. What about this one? I know. <laughs> like, what, that's, I think that's the question it I had. Work, period. <laughs> yeah, that's the question I've always had. I, we actually had Danny Fernandez on the podcast, uh, my last podcast, to talk about this because she was... Like just there, there's that saying that uh, men, when you ask them what they do if they were a woman for a day, they're they're like, oh, you know, grab my boobs or like something stupid like that. <laughs> and women are I like, grab my boobs. And if you say women, what would you do if you were a man for a day? They're like, run outside with headphones on at night. Like oh. you know, things that like men take yes, for granted yes. that like we we can do that women can't because it's unsafe. Uh, and you know what I would do? I would tell I would be out here with my opinions and see i just want to see how everyone goes oh that's so interesting versus like <laughs> okay well let me stop you there right you know just, yeah, just yeah. i want to just feel like how if i just said some crazy ass shit but with a confident man's voice to see how seriously people would take me mm, probably very serious. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The thing. like sometimes i say things to you all like <laughs> anna but if i was like a man like hey so this is what i think assuming right. that's how i was <laughs> you guys might be like that's so interesting. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. You mean from. like when you're being like, I think frog butts are cute. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they are cute though when they fry. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Wait, let's do, a, let's do a little experiment real quick. So say what you just said in that manly tone. I don't know, you guys. Sometimes I just think frogs have some cute little butts. Yo, she got a point, my man. <laughs> she got a point. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what? I just, you know, sometimes I think you when just... you fry a little frog butt, it's cute. Got a nice ass. Oh my god! Oh wow! Oh my god! Wow! Come on with the drops. Um. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for reminding us that men have way too much privilege and we're trash. 
Um, yeah, I, I also do that trick, by the way, just because I have social anxiety, though, and just don't want to talk to people. I used to do that all the time when I worked at a bigger office. Mm-hmm. Like, just be like, oh, I'm listening to podcasts as part of my job. Can't right. talk. Can't job. Coworker. They're like, uh, <laughs> looking at a blinking cursor on a blank Google Doc. <laughs> right. Have you ever done fake phone call where you pretend to be on a phone call? Like, on, Oh, yeah. Oh, I, love a, I love a fake phone call. I do at least like one of those a day. What's in your, the office? What's you your strategy for a good fake phone call? Uh, How do you do it? Because there's a few I do. Don't spill the beans because you're talking to coworkers yeah, right now. True, I'm, true. Hey, look, I can improv. You know what I mean? I, I can come up with all kinds of scenarios. <laughs> what, the other one you go yours? like this. Hello? What? No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then, and then walk, walk out. out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's a That's good, good one. That's classic. Huh? No, hold, the nah, hold on. Yeah. Is uh, I think a time honored one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, let's talk about legal weed. And Taco Bell. Yeah. So Marijuana Biz Daily, mm. <laughs> the go-to source for news in the <laughs> marijuana industry. Uh, they were just talking about annual U.S. cannabis sales versus other industries. And just want to leave us with this little nugget, right? Legal, recreational, and medical cannabis in 2018 did somewhere around $10 billion. Okay. Taco Bell in 2018, $10.8 billion. So, so Taco Bell is... Is going to be eclipsed by legal weed soon, which I feel like it's like a chicken or the egg kind of situation with those two things. Yeah, I feel like you need. It's like a matching program. Yeah, one k matching. Exactly. Like I don't know what that is, but I like that. Yeah. Um. It's but they're, what they're saying is by 2020 it will pass the revenue of the NFL. Oh wow! Which, which is at 15 billion. 15 and billion. which also bans its players from Smoking using weed, weed yeah. which I think is stupid. Yeah, it's just let them let them get high. The fuck? I mean, who? What was Ricky Williams that good because he smoked weed? This? I mean, just imagine that if he didn't. I, I can't even wrap my head around the fact that that dude was high all the time putting up those numbers. Yeah. These I, numbers are pretty crazy, man. But again, this is let's saying by 2023 that uh, it could exceed Americans' collective spending on gym memberships, which is around $28 billion. All right. So this is so like- So this goes NFL, $15 billion. Uh-huh. Online food delivery, $17 uh-huh. Gym membership, $26 billion. Pizza, $45 billion. Total demand for it, so that's like part of the study. But then wine, seventy-two billion. Oh fuck! Yo, what the fuck? What about people spending that much on? Is that on the list? Coffee's not. No, Fortnite only. Fortnite only makes two point four. Get your fucking numbers up. E-cigs three point six billion. Look, um, gold. I don't. Go, I don't know why they put goldfish crackers as the lowest one. Point nine billion. Yeah, but they, good to know. Great this person just has like some sort of beef with goldfish. With right, goldfish <laughs> stunting on Pepper's farm. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Uh, I hate chess men. But they're saying if you actually think about what the uh, actual like, including the black market, what the actual demand is like in the United States, right, they think it's for, somewhere around fifty and sixty billion. Right. So it's around pizza. Pizza numbers. It's doing pizza so numbers. Pizza, weed, and wine pizza. are like wine. Oh, man, can't touch wine. I think also because there are bottles that are so expensive. True, it's different. Where like cannabis is, a, you know, why am I calling it cannabis? Fuck it, the weed. You know, the tree is right. only going to get cheaper as it becomes legal. And you know, when you think about what the ingredients are to grow, it's less like what it is for like wine that you age and stuff mm-hmm. like. You're never going to be like, oh, this is a vintage. San Fernando Valley, 2008 vintage OG Kush. They gonna, just, they're going to try. They'll so try, and I will laugh. There's definitely going to be a place that tries Wine to do something like that. all about marketing, man, because it's just it's it just it got that reputation for being like a high-class way to get fucked up, mm-hmm. and 
that's man people really fell for that shit let huh? me ask you a question about that yeah eggs and bacon when do you eat them morning yeah that's not that shouldn't be the case Right. Eggs and bacon was yeah. in, as a breakfast food was a marketing ploy. Yeah, by I don't like it was big bacon, big bacon and big, big egg, egg came yeah. together. Yeah. And made, well, not like, anymore now that the egg industry has introduced their marketing eggs. campaign for dinner eggs. They're they're trying to like get out of that. They did. it's a sad video. You should, yeah. we, we were about to talk about it like nine out of ten episodes the last two weeks, but we just kept punting. This isn't a like, bit. This is for no, real. This is for real. There's a dinner egg from the egg, the I'm incredible edible it. egg. But it was like this lame mockumentary uh-huh. that was like. And I noticed my egg-laying hens were laying eggs at night. And oh. I was like, well, what are we going to do with these extra eggs? And we're like, dinner eggs. Yeah. And it's like, and they're like, try dinner eggs. We can't. Wait a second. Extra eggs? You, that's the dumb. I yes, don't need I extra eggs for dinner. I got the eggs yeah, in my yeah. refrigerator for right. breakfast that I could just make at night. That's the logic they're using, though. Oh, Lord. You need these dinner eggs. eggs. And also, like, if you're really, like, egg gang- you're gonna eat them shits whenever you want. Anyway. Exactly. So yeah. I don't need this fucking still thing to gonna tell me. Like, Wait, them. I could eat them at night. I'm still gonna make them when I have to make dinner. I'm just gonna feel bad about when it. I have to make dinner. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the real yeah, thing. I don't want to keep I got hard to make fried this. eggs. Right. right exactly. Can you scramble them? Don't know how to do it. <laughs> but do you think if wine was illegal, people would be like dealing wine? Well, there was a period of our. History. Yeah, where but that didn't was the they case. just didn't they just deal like liquor? They didn't deal it was wine, liquor, beer, they? and wine. Yeah, all, all that alcohol. Man, wine. Wine's just so much more popular than I realized. What about pizza? If pizza was illegal, do you think people would deal pizza? No, yes, there'd be. Yes, they would. Yeah. But you know what it is? It's one of those things, though. You could figure out how to make it yourself. Like I wouldn't. If pizza became illegal, I would figure out how to finesse it myself. Mm. Like, right. Oh. Unless someone has like the fire you know wood fired oven and you're like yo it's perfect damn he flew it in from italy and only 14 people get to eat from it a week the wine industry figured some shit out man well you know and well fuck i i wonder how much the rosé boom fucking helped that out because now everything is rosé and it's it's all trash (laughs) wine drinkers are suckers no i love wine do you i drink a bottle a day do you really Mm -hmm. wow Good Keep the you. doctor it's like, very close to you. No, I, I a like bottle my a day doctor. keeps the doctor <laughs> why, right why, by me. Me and my doctor have a great rapport. Yeah. So I, I like when I got to go see him. My, <laughs> Dr. Livingston. It's a bottle of wine I get from 7-Eleven. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like a nice glass of Gruner. You know, some uh, white Austrian wine. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah, you are with a your flashy flash. man. Yeah, you know. Oh, a nice pairing. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I pair I my don't like red wine. shitty red yellowtail Cabernet. I pair it with basketball. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's my style. But so you yeah, just I chew mean, on a basketball? I just eat a raw ball. Basketball. And then gold, <laughs> a deflated yep. Spalding. A sad Spalding sliver. But that's and, the thing is that like it hasn't penetrated like any markets except for like rich people food like pairing. Like it's not like it's ever advertised as like to go with the NBA like finals, have this glass of wine. Yeah. Well they that's should why do that I'm with so lead. surprised why they it's should. like so big but it's so specific it seems like yeah well because it's it's just yeah i mean i wonder what beer does yeah like because it is one of those things yeah you if you for a more elevated experience you drink wine right you know, like let's have rosé time let's have brunch you know weed is uh we, they got to work on their marketing more right you know now that's scary NBA though, finals in presented a, in by an amazing way if weed is doing this good of business without this marketing push it would imagine, yeah, imagine how much it'll imagine do. the profits. One thing though that was interesting, they said California actually underperformed 
uh, compared to like what the industry pro- projections were. Oh, and I think that's because in California Everybody's we're so dis- like we're like when it became legal we're like oh okay <laughs> yeah we're like I yeah thank you I don't <laughs> know anybody in California who wasn't already smoking weed when it right. became popular. well like and I get in other states where it's been so vilified and like been like oh you get arrested why people then line up like around the block to go you know buy sure. their first joint because it's so sort of you know exotic. Whereas I think here it's just part of the landscape. Okay, this makes me feel a little bit less blown away. So it's all we're just all alcoholics because it's the overall beer market per year is 114 there billion. It yeah, is. there we so go. So yeah, beer what about is spirits? huge. Yeah, let me look up spirits. I'm sure but that's yeah. A whole... It's all just we like alcohol. It's not, yeah. That's uh, why I'm like, yo, just relax. Nobody's gonna start smoking more weed than drinking. Because well, wait, what's the porn uh, numbers? For revenue, it can't be that huge. It's in the billions. It I'm was, sure it's in the it billions. It used to be but huge, but it had a it cratered. Uh, the internet fucked that yeah, up because internet. you couldn't have to buy tapes anymore. You know, but what I mean? the ad space on like sites. But it's all driving to other porn sites. Yeah, it's not like I'm, I haven't seen like a Buick LaCrosse ad on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> I might buy more cars. Yeah, if I'm like, I wait, saw hold it on, on hold on, Brazzers, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Buick LaCrosse. Wait, what kind of APR? <laughs> Fuck, Jesus. I'm gonna have to put this bottle down. You are a marketing genius. Yeah, shit. <laughs> fucking hit him with that. Uh, so Distilled Spirits was only 27.5 bills. Oh. So much lower than beer and wine. So, all right. Shout out to Americans for convincing themselves that they're drinking in moderation. We like a cheap, affordable high. Well, yeah. Now, you know, with all the nihilism that's going around. Right. Like, why not just fucking get some? There you go. Uh, and finally, this is big news yes. uh, for... Just shady dudes, I guess. Whoa, come on now. <laughs> Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, so this, I, I don't know. This is this is one of those, this feels like the Doritos Locos Taco uh, from Taco Bell of uh, gaming. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> of, of two brands I'm not that familiar with. But yeah. Miles, you explain why. Well, this- Lynx. Now, if you live in the UK uh, or Australia, New Zealand... You know it as like that's their version of Axe body spray, body wash. Right. Mm. They call it Lynx over there. They are doing a collaboration. Lynx body spray are doing a line of deodorants, body spray, shampoo, body wash, all that shit with Microsoft for an Xbox themed line of Lynx products. Mm. And I know you look. Yep, Lucas looks very confused. And when you look at the packaging, look at that. I mean, they did a good job making the bottles look like they're Xboxes. Like it's an Xbox. And in my mind. I already associate things like Lynx and Axe with Xbox. Like, in right. my mind, that's the sure. smell of gaming people who don't like to bathe and just hit you real quick with that. Xbox. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Jack, there come you on go. now. Giving away free fucking advice. <laughs> yeah, you just gave um, away a billion-dollar market. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, and so I was like, when I was curious, what does this smell like? They say the Lynx Xbox scent is, quote, described as a fresh scent of pulsing green citrus featuring Ugh. top notes of kefir lime and winter lemon, aromatic herbal middle notes of mint and sage, and woody bottom notes of patchouli and clear wood. Mm. I like how they are really giving you those fucking... I, I used to work at the Coach store, and I remember when the Co- Coach perfume first came out, we had to have this whole fucking training on how to describe this shit to customers, and it was all this top note, middle note. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Can I just go in the back? And well, box shit up. Why are they listing scents of that nature to a clientele that does not give a shit about those specifics? Right. 
when you're right. when you're 360 no scoping, yeah. you think right. you can be like, well, hold on, right. patchouli and clear wood. <laughs> okay then, yeah. right. patchouli makes sense because I feel like that's the OG scumbag scent. People patchouli. who rocked out a bunch of patchouli oil. No? Oh yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that just me? That was that was Everyone, like right? more like seventy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But yeah. I gr- growing up, I remember like a lot of my f- like parents' friends, like the eighties, like mm. still smell like patchouli. I was always like, yo, that just smells like weird ass wood garbage. People in the marketing industry, marketing industry zeitgang, let me know what it is about the letter X that these brands have figured out. Because Xbox begins and ends with X's. Lynx has an X in it. Uh, Axe is basically an X word. Go on. What uh, else? Well, uh, mm-hmm. all those extreme products from the 90s, yeah. they're all like aimed at the same demographic. I, they, was it the X Games that did it? X yeah, games. well, the X Games. You know like, I mean? it's X-Men? just everything. X Men. You know what I mean? Our, our, Malcolm X. Right. You know Malcolm I mean? X was clearly marketing a marketing was solved creation. For X. Yeah, right. Solve for X. Fucking I mean, teenage damn. boys love we algebra. We love our algebra <laughs> <Yeah>. expressions. <laughs> Solve for X. <laughs> Solve for X. That shit got me early. Yeah. yeah. But is the there like something about that sound or is it just the sight? I feel like it must have coincided with, it, it, I feel like there was a huge wave because like what? Were we Extreme. Do, were we doing X shit before 92? No, I think it was like 92. Somebody just figured that out. And I feel like, like around, when did we really, like, because there are things that just happen. Like X-Men, obviously that's been around. Uh, that's not necessarily a function of like a marketing, you know, fad. Right. But like, I feel like the X games, Generation X, Right. Maybe that whole shit. I think Gen X probably started That's the start it. Start of it. Yeah. Because then Gen X was like a huge consumer block too. Right. I'm like they're Gen X. They're Gen Next. Pepsi yeah. Generation Next. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I'm sure somebody's done a study on like, yeah. what the fuck we so let us X? know. Shout out. Shout out Marketing Zeit Gang. Uh Lucas, it's been awesome having you, man. Thanks, Where can guys. people find you? Uh you can find me on Instagram with my very lacking follower base. Uh, at yeah. Lucas Zachary Hazel. But you can also really primarily catch me on the Lifetime show American Princess, which is airing every Sunday at 9 o'clock. Damn, right? every funny person is in that yeah, show. Yeah, that show's That's really funny and really good. great. Really? What is... Uh, I, I just keep hearing people I love on podcasts saying that they're in that show. And to <laughs> it's check like them they, out they hired just a ton of people who are in comedy communities in both like New York, Chicago, and... Well, I said both, but in Chicago, New York, L.A., so it's got a lot of. Uh, What's the premise fame. of the show? So it takes place at a Ren fair, and right. the premise is that um, a young woman, uh, a, an upper class Jewish woman, uh, is about to get married. Her husband, her fiance, she catches him uh, getting his dick sucked uh, right before they get married. So oh. she runs off and, you know, falls Joins into the Ren a, a Ren fair, and she meets a bunch of crazy characters, one of whom I play. Hey. Mm. I play a mud beggar. A mud beggar. Yes. Um, are you a Ren Fair dude? In real life? Yeah. I actually went to the Ren Fair this pat like maybe two months ago, and I was legitimately blown away. I I was like, this is not a world that I'd ever thought like people like the whole reenactment and LARPing and all that yeah. is beyond me. And when I went, I was just like, holy shit, you can totally lose yourself in this world. And I absolutely see why people do it. Yeah, I, mean, I hear man. I I remember I go. To, I used to grow up going to the Ren Fair a lot. Me too. And I in Ohio mm-hmm. go to the Labyrinth Festival. What? I don't know. There's okay. This I'm. This is some shit I found out when I went to the Ren Fair. Because you know when you go, like a lot of the people dressed up are like fucked up. 
Oh, you know dude, I mean? they're like, all drunk and stoned yeah. and, and, and like it's wild and like everyone's wearing, rocking the old like bustier type mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And I like one dude, I was just like, I was like, yo, is everyone just drunk? He's like, yeah. Like one of the dudes <laughs> dressed up. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because he was working. I'm like, what? I'm like, so do you just travel with this thing? He's like, yeah, some people do. Some people just show up. He's like, but there's like a camp at night. And he's like, it goes off at night. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like bacchanalia, and yeah. all of those themes are explored in fun ways in the show. American and, Princess, yeah, man, I oh, can't wait shit. to check it out. Oh, so there's that whole like swinger vibe that because I'm sure is that present in the show too. Well, he, the the creator of the show, Jamie Denbo, used to work at a Ren Fair, and she um, worked at a, a place called Sterling Festival, which was in upstate New York, and so she wanted to make this show that like honored how cool and communal this this world was uh-huh. and so everything that's in the show is in some way shape or form inspired by the experiences she went through when she was performing in this rent got fair. you so it's we get into all Fuck, kinds of into that. fun goofy shit love it yeah jamie dembo was on couples therapy uh with her husband uh with john ross bowie is that her husband john ross mm-hmm. bowie oh shit. he's in the show too damn, damn. everybody I got everybody, man. Fucking basically, L- if, you, if you're this? funny, you're gonna be in the show. Come to the Ren Fair. And Ren Fair, I mean, we, we were talking about how Ren Fairs are so dope that Disney is like stealing Ren Fairs for their new Star Wars. They they made it like an immersive experience. Yeah, with characters oh, walking around edge, yeah. who are gonna like fuck with you and like. That's the new thing. Is the original the immersive. immersive experience. Absolutely. They made their actors who play the characters start getting fucked up before they come to work. Now wow. everybody's like high. That. Yeah, no. high on sp- on death sticks. Yeah. No, they're uh, just high on the force, man. They're just yeah, high on the right. force. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Find me and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. And is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Wait, did you say you like to tweet? Oh, shit. I, I haven't. ask you yeah. if you like to tweet. There's, How rude of me. I got so distracted. We I don't on normally that uh, use Twitter, but a friend of mine, I posted something on Instagram, on an Insta story. Yeah, where I was Instagram. Trying to, like, well, I was, I was trying to like make a point about how I think straight pride parades that are popping up all over mm-hmm. are stupid and why they're stupid. And the point I made accidentally made it sound like I was saying pride is stupid. Oh, <laughs> so he sent me uh, this tweet. Um, should I, uh, it was Ava Victor at Ava and her IUD. Oh, oh, yeah. At Ava and her IUD. Yeah, yeah. Um, that video? The, yeah, that video where she said, me explaining to my boyfriend why we're going to straight pride. And it's a video of her just being hilarious about why this is the yeah. dumbest thing She's that funny. people can she, do. F- she definitely caught a wave with like those me explaining yeah. why videos or like me mullering during a lunch order or whatever. Yeah, oh, I, I right. saw that video yeah. and I was just like, ah, that's how I should have done that. That's that's the way to have gone yep. about this more clearly and concisely and funny. Mm-hmm. Mm. So big ups to Ava and her IUD. And her IUD. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Find me, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. And is there a tweet I've been liking? Is there? Ask me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let's go it? for it. Uh, I like a couple. Uh, one is first of all, it's the most uh, fucking local LA meme shit. So I'm sorry if you if you're not from the LA area, you will not get this. But it's a side by side with. <laughs> It says the Americana and the Galleria, which are both malls in Glendale. Mm-hmm. The Americana is a newer mall. The Galleria is like the OG, just kind of janky rundown one. And but side by side is this the opening, uh, the logo for A24 films and Jerry Bruckheimer films. That's a deep <laughs> cut for oh, you have to know movies cut. and Glendale to get that. I'm sorry, that's wow. from at Americana memes. Thank you for that. One other thing. Oh. Thank you. Um, and then another one. There was this guy, uh, uh, Phil, 
or what's who is the person who did this? This so account this called guy Phil. This guy Phil, who's pretty chill. Uh, at Pretty Good Phil did this photoshopped a picture of Pete Buttigieg, and it says Pete Buttigieg after losing the nomination, and he's got blonde, yeah. like bleach blonde hair. And then this other woman, Joan Summers, quote tweeted that and it says he looks like a fader intern named Josh that kneels in front of dirty mirrors to show off his fake Balenciagas with the angel emoji as the caption. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's not even written. That's a fucking. I don't know who she was talking about, but that's a direct shot at you, Fader intern. Damn. Uh, Brooks Otter Lake tweeted, it's a brick and mortar business. We sell bricks and mortar online. We do not have a physical store. Why is this so hard for people to understand? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as the song we ride out on miles what's that gonna be this is from georgia and muldrow uh beat maker from the la scene uh really really dope and this is just an instrumental from Mm. her album oligarchy sucks i agree and it's called Queen Knockingstein. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And it the knocks. Oligarchy what? Yeah. Uh, all right. Oligarchy. The whole, uh, well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We are going to ride out on that. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast. And we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you.